Well, I mean, how else am I going to get it on the internet? Do I look good? It's the most <clears throat> important thing. Mustache looks great. Thanks. Yeah. Shaving it in like three days. All right, guys. Welcome to episode one of the Times Up Outdoors podcast. Uh, start off by introducing ourselves. We'll, uh, we'll go with Nico here since he's the uh, founder. Well, I'm Nico. Nico Tanti. Founded Times Up Outdoors in 2012. Since then, I've got these clowns to my right that have joined me, and they are... I'm Zig. And I'm Shido. All right, so, uh, John, a little bit of background on, on Time's Up. Nico, obviously, as he just said, he started in 2012, and uh, he was doing it on his own. We'll let him get into that, but recently in September-ish, John called me and said, hey, man, um, you like to hunt a lot. I do too, and why don't we why don't we start sharing it online? And start some kind of a business, you know, with it. And I, I said, yeah, well, you know, there's a guy in the job that already has has something going. Maybe we should talk to him, see see what he thinks, and, and get into it. So that's I had no me, idea who Nico was, by the way. Yeah, so that's where me and John came it's weird. in. Uh, John called Nico, and and it took off from there. So I guess we'll start off. Let's talk about let's talk. Nico, tell us how you started it, why you started it. All right, so just like everybody else, um, watching a bunch of outdoor television, sitting around, just talking smack about it all the time, I could do that. So one day, my old man just kind of was like, well, then do it. Shut up and do it. So I bought a little $800 camcorder and just started filming hunts. $800? $800. You were balling back then. Uh, Of course. You couldn't afford that now. I was living with my mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So... Bought that little camcorder, started filming stuff. Um, not had no clue what I was doing. Film, just editing everything on iMovie, just stealing music, all kinds of craziness with it. Then I worked for the everybody's favorite outdoor man, Chris Brackett, for a little while. Learned a ton from the man and from Chip City Spalding. But when I got done working with them after a few months, I realized I don't want to do any more outdoor television. I hated it, hated the way it was done. I met the whole industry and hated it. I can't emphasize it enough it's fake it was just borderline garbage across the board the people were assholes hate it so i wanted nothing to do with tv anymore but i still wanted to share my experiences with people through media so i kept times times up outdoors going but it was kind of like a back burner thing where i just shared photos and videos and stuff like that and then like you said in september i get a call from this john shido guy who i'd only heard of on the job but i didn't know who he was at all I was hanging tree stands and he's all excited and giddy like hey man we gotta start filming hunts and i got all these guys and it's gonna be awesome and i was honestly thinking you okay <laughs> who full, the full hell is this guy yeah. <laughs> okay, he's really excited this is like the third thing josh <laughs> called me about and, and been like hey let's do this and, and then, dude i got a great then, idea i'm like yeah john Listen that sounds here. cool and then it never here's happened. my sweet idea we're all going to go to firehouses, and we're going to do a cookbook. Yeah, cookbook. That was one. That was one. Uh, that was a blast. <laughs> and it, that didn't go anywhere. Yeah, so mm. I've, I've had a lot of these guys. I've had a lot of people that wanted to do outdoor television, and then you get into it, and you realize how much of a real pain in the ass it is, and it falls off real quick. But John and I met up at a bar, and we talked for a couple hours about it, kind of got a game plan together, talked to Scott about it, who I had never really met other than in and out of the firehouse. Know, back when I first started, so that was really it. But it uh, it took off, man. It kind of just ballooned up from there, with your guys' help between social media guru and <laughs> sound and tech guru over there. <laughs> I guess I had to take that. <laughs> yeah. You are the social I mean, media guy. 
that's your name on the job. Yeah, your name right. is GoPro. Yeah, <laughs> I never use a GoPro. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. It just went from knowing nothing in 2012 to still knowing nothing in 2018, but uh, with more people. More people, yeah, a little, a little more. Guys that all care. Yeah. So how long you been on the job? For almost two whole years. So when we say on the job for anybody who listens to this, which probably there won't be anybody listening to it. Other Zero people listeners. Are, no, exactly. <laughs> Hi, Mom. On the job, we're talking about on the fire department. Um, when we say on the job, typically we're talking about on the Detroit fire department, but it sometimes extends that out to friends of ours that work on other departments and on the job as a maybe. fireman. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, so how long? You said four years? Two years. Two years? Two no, years. Only two mm. years. Yes, wow. I'm the baby. We have four years, Scott. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We almost have <laughs> almost five. five. Almost in April. five in April. Which means almost nothing. Almost I get to listen at the firehouse table. Yeah. So. yeah, to any senior guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm still a peon, I understand. Yeah, so are we. Peon. Yeah. You, you get, get some time on the job. <laughs> <laughs> job on, have some time on, kid. <laughs> so so we're all fairly, fairly new. Um, all right, I'll, I'll go next like I said, John John called me in September, and it was like the third thing John John's talked to me about. Hey, man, let's start this thing up. And it was a cookbook one time. And, and it seems like every time he calls me, I'm pooping when he calls me. It's I don't sweet. Know why. And I know that because I can hear it. Yeah, every time. He's, sweet. He's like, hey. And I'm like, ah, he called me again. I'm on the toilet. But anyways, so he uh, he called me, asked me, you know, we're, we're out there anyways. Might as well share, share stuff. And. Maybe film some hunts. You got some big bucks on your property. I saw pictures. So um, I said, yeah, man, that's cool. Try to get somebody else involved. And I, I knew Nico. I had heard his story. I'd worked with his dad when um, when I first got my badge. And he told me all about how he worked for a, an outdoor TV show and um, that my dad knew about. I don't really watch it, watch TV much. So I was like... I didn't even know what the name of the show was. I just talking about it. Chris Brackett? Yeah, no. I, I had no idea. My, my dad right. watches TV shows. When I mentioned <clears> it to him, he's like, I know that show. But um, it was sweet. Yeah. So started. told him to get a hold of Nico and a couple other guys, Brandon Carter and some other people on the job. I'm like, we could try to get other guys involved. And um, Nico, obviously, being in the industry, he jumped right on it with John. John called me, and he said, yeah, Nico's on board. So it kind of started flowing into, like, we made we changed the logo a little bit and then and then we did this we started something on instagram we did change something on youtube you know next thing you know we met up for the first time all together the day before bow season shot our bows and and uh <laughs> bought the trademark rights and, and formed an llc and talked about what we wanted to do drink a whole lot of uh bush light and and uh and here we are now after our 2018 deer season's over with and a whole lot of filming and meeting up multiple times just to clarify it when we were shooting bows that was the first time you punched yourself in the face because yeah a i forgot about it yeah i didn't even remember sweet. You, you showed me the video here today yeah, yeah apparently i need a new release that's not if it, for those of you who've seen my video of me punching myself in the face um time for a new release next year correct i guess i guess i'll have to spend more money uh john let's hear let's hear what what got you in it and it time's up well yeah. I don't know, like Nico said, I just, I can't stand to watch TV. Like, I would say 99.9% .9 of the hunters out there are working class hunters. They work to hunt, right? They spend their own money. They set up their own spots. They've got their own leases. They, all, you know, what they can afford is what they do. 
and they don't get enough light as a working class hunter. And for me, I want to show more people that maybe not, that aren't into hunting, what it is that we do, not necessarily in the woods, because anybody can go on TV and say, oh yeah, I shot this huge buck. Here's this video of me shooting a huge buck, but they don't necessarily show you what goes into it, uh, professional or not, you know, setting up food plots and, you know, raking, you gotta do all the stuff, set your stands, scout the land, it's a whole year process. But on top of that, even moreover is, how do they get to that point? Well, they have to work a job, whether they work at Kinko's or they were other firemen or they sweep floors for a living. You don't really get to see that aspect of it. And the professional world is, is almost too fake for me because we sit around and BS at the firehouse all day and Chris Daly and I, another one of the Time's Up Outdoors guys, <clears throat> he, you'll see him, I'm sure, next year or on this bunny hunt I think we got coming up. Yes. Um, we talk all the time about you set anybody, any, the 90% of hunters out there, you set them in, in that same stand that, you know, all these professional hunters are in, we're shooting that same buck. The difference is they didn't really have to work for it. No, I'm not saying these guys are terrible hunters or whatever. They're the greatest hunters probably in the world. Different, different it's a world different, it's a different so world, right? Guys got to go to work. Every exactly. Day. Guys have to work every day. Like we haven't done a hunt together. It's been Nico and I, cause you're on a different unit yeah. and it just doesn't work out cause we're still working. All of this stuff. In I time. Felt, we, we sat once, and each of us sat once with me. Right. But just filming with. Correct. We've all sat with each other, but none of us have sat the three together. Of us we haven't got to go, haven't yeah, got no, to go out. No. Uh, the last time the three of us were together was the day before opening day of both seasons. Right. Correct. So it's been a whole deer season since then. Yeah. October, November, December. So pretty much what happened, like you were saying, I called uh, Nico's dad was my boss when I was a trial man. <clears throat> And I remember him saying something to you, oh, my son's a, a cameraman for Chris Brackett and all that. And I knew who Chris Brackett was. I was like, oh, cool, man. And I remembered that. So when Bruce McMurtry, another Time's Up guy, um, we hunt the same lease. When him and I were talking, they're like, hey, let's start filming some stuff. You know, we'll just we just started on a whim probably a year ago. Just maybe we'll use the footage, maybe not. But when it started getting more and more like real, I started looking at other guys on a job. I first went to Scott. He's like, talk to Nico. I'm like, oh, Tani. I'm like, oh yeah, he is on a job. That's the guy. So then I called your dad. I was got your number off him. He's like, hey, I'm I'm in too. So we've got a nice group of guys. And I got a hold of Nico. We met up at a bar, and here we are. I think the biggest thing that kind of connected three of us was it's not that oh, these guys on TV do this or that, and we don't, we don't like it. It's that you, don't, you see them go sit in a tree, and they do their part, and they sell the show their way. And yep. that's how TV is made and outdoor television is done, and that's, they do it better than anybody else. That's why they have the shows. But you don't see the rest of their year, the rest of their job. That's why we don't really have an off-season with this. It's no. year-round. You're going to see us do stuff all the time, and our episodes are going to come from year-round, whether it's small game, <clears throat> bow fishing, deer, God only knows what when we go out west and shoot. We've got a bear hunt scheduled in August, a bunch of waterfowl you guys have already seen. So it's more than just here we are, here's what we're trying to do, and here's how it's done. You're going to see us putting in food plots and hanging tree stands and all the working stuff with it. And I think that's why we all wanted to do it, just to show there's more to hunting than just sitting in the tree and look, it's dead. Right. And, and, and two, I would say it's probably, I think, I don't really know the timeline of our, 
podcast here, but rolling into maybe the next segment. I'm going to try to get this up by the first of the year. No, I'm talking about for this, like what we're going into next. But rolling into that, I think it's probably appropriate to tell you that on TV, I would say 90% of the shows, again, you see them, you turn on a hunting channel, you're going to see them crush a big buck or a mule deer or something huge. They're going to kill it. Yeah, 90% of the time, 99% of the time. They're right, they're going to kill, kill something kill big. Something. But kill sell. I would say 90% of my year has been disappointing, and I've been able to share that <laughs> <laughs> with everybody. It's yeah. like, well, welcome me to too, I mean, until the very end, you know. So I, I think, like, all right, so, you know, you, you got both of them and how they got into it, how I got into it. and Like I said before, me and John, we've been on the job for a little bit longer than him um, in Detroit, so we got no time on the job at all. And, we kind of thought that being that we're firemen, you know, all three of us have the same job. We got that kind of aspect that's different from other people but in the industry. But um, to me, one of the big things about Times Up Outdoors, when John asked me, right away I was on board because I'm like, all right, he's asking me to share stuff that I – that I'm passionate about. Already. Something that I'm you I'm already love. doing it. Right. Going in the woods every year, I always deer hunt. I always rabbit hunt. I fish, do all those things. Um, so I figured, you know, I, I also, you know, as as he said, the social media guru. I'm already I'm already pretty well versed with the social media stuff, sharing that stuff online. And 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 let's face it, this is the generation. The only way to get through to this younger generation now is by sharing things on social media. One hundred percent. Facebook, Twitter, like it or not. Because a lot of people don't like it, you either get with the times or you don't. And and if you want to, you know, we read articles all the time now, especially now, saying you know the deer hunting, deer hunting is dropping. There's uh, what two hundred thousand less yeah. people in the last ten years in just Michigan alone. Now I'm I'm not sure on the stats on other other states, but that's a big drop. And if it continues, where is the funding going to come from for? Uh, wildlife, wildlife management conservation and management yeah. and, and something that I'm passionate about. I don't want to see deer hunt go away. I don't want to see hunt go away. I want our outdoors to be, you know, to thrive, our wildlife to thrive. And I think that getting, if, if at the very least, if time's up, just got a few people interested in hunting and fishing and being in the outdoors, camping, hiking, whatever, then, then we're doing a service to something that we're passionate about. So right off the bat, when John asked me, I thought, that's the first thing that came to my head was, all right, sharing things nowadays is the way to go with getting through to people, getting a message out. So um, something I'm passionate about, these two are passionate about, that's my why. That's why I, I decided, you know, that's, this, this would be fun. It's, and, I mean, like I said, we're doing it anyways. We're out there. It's I never it, filmed anything it's not a burden. before. Yeah, it's not a, it's not, it's not, it, is, it is a pain in the butt to go oh, out there man, and set huge. your cameras up. Yes. It's but huge. at the end of the day, it's worth it. I mean, if for no other reason to show your buddies or just you, like, either look at me kill this deer or look at me completely whiff on this deer or yeah, what, whatever. Yeah, the, the good you times, know. the bad times. I mean, already this season alone, I got my a good buddy of mine who I work out with who had no interest in hunting at all, never, ever did. He had a handgun. That was the only firearm he owns. He started listening to me talk about this thing and he's like well that sounds kind of cool and he listens to podcasts too and he listens to joe rogan and and then people talk about eating wild game so that also got him interested but 
me and John took him out to his hunting property, his own property that he had, that his family had, and showed him some stuff. And the guy, the guy's nuts. <clears throat> he went out and bought, he bought a crossbow, he bought a bushmaster, then he bought a muzzleloader, and he killed two deer. He bought a muzzleloader. He went and bought a muzzleloader. Really? He's he, he's hunt, <laughs> he's up. been texting me all day today about going hunting oh, in uh. God. On some island in the Detroit National <laughs> Refuge. My they, man. He already did all the research. He's like, you can hunt there. He's like, we're going to have to take a canoe, though. I'm like, whoa, man. <laughs> I was like, all right, we'll calm down a bit. You know, he's like scouting public land on Onyx maps and shit. Like, he went head first into it. So, to me, I was like, success, right? 100% there. for sure. That's success. I mean, you get one more person involved, the more and more you get, the better off we are as hunters. And we got a 12 year old, his first ever buck this year. Yep, 12 year old. Yeah. We got a, his first ever deer was, uh, last year. Episode two. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that already aired. So, and like, pretty- we're not trying to get rich. We know it's not a money thing for us. It's not, oh, I want to be on TV and be famous. I don't, I don't want a TV show at all. No. It's strictly web based for us, and I want it to stay that way. Yep. I don't want the TV lifestyle of it, and I don't think we're going to be good enough to kill that many big things to do it. No. But <laughs> it's a platform where we can show our experiences and try to get other people going in it. Look at you can go out there and do this yourself. We're just like you. We're <laughs> Detroit yeah, firemen. We, we don't get a bunch of money, but we yeah. can make enough to do what we want to do when we sacrifice what we need to sacrifice to go out and hunt. Right. And have a lot of fun. Correct. Doing like it. right now, it's eight o'clock. Yeah. Quarter after eight. You guys both on a Sunday, tomorrow. we both work tomorrow. I don't. Yeah. Well, I'll take a yeah, suck. Yeah, I sure. actually didn't. Yeah, you never work. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so. All you do is hunt. So yeah, I did a lot this year. I know. So uh, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. that's what. I mean, I guess if you if you wanted to if you're listening to this and you want to know what what to expect with Times Up Outdoors podcast, similar to what we sh- I mean we got we're sharing stuff on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, our YouTube episodes, um, just videos in general. But uh, for me, I mean, I'd like to. I'd like to form this podcast kind of like organically, like whatever it forms into, it forms into, we're going to probably be telling stories about hunting. Um, I'd like to get some, some guys on here with more knowledge than me and and actually interview them and ask them, you know, turkey hunting, beaver trapping, um, stuff that I've never done. I've never turkey hunted. I've never trapped anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of that, we caught another beaver today. Did you? Another one today? Yeah. So. Nice. it, it, that's something you can look forward to if you, if you if you want to tune in, subscribe to our YouTube and um, podcast on iTunes because that's where we'll be. We're gonna we try to be educational, entertaining, and uh, you know tell some stories and, and and maybe maybe you learn something along the way. I mean, the, what do you think? How's that? How's that sound gonna be for us? I don't know. We'll we'll play it by ear. We'll figure it out. That's it. But can that's we edit it. That it's, out? it's super. We're everything we do. Our videos are raw. Like they're edited, but it's raw. It's real. We're not right. sugarcoating things. Nope. If a goose gets shot in the face and gets crippled up, and we gotta shoot it again off the ground, you're probably gonna see it. It's for sure. Hundred percent. You're gonna see it. And I, this is if why I, that, if I biff on my uh, my bow, yeah, you're gonna see it. Smoke myself <laughs> in my face. I'm, and I'm gonna show it to you because that's hunting. And, it, and if you don't, if you think it's not. You're wrong. That's hunting. Speaking of, of that, that Hunters make that one thing you you know you and I know Nico's <laughs> the same way too because he's wanting to get he's been bringing Dugan out and he went out with Dugan tonight. Saw how many deer? Uh, like sixty. Yeah, a lot of deer, but yeah. didn't get him lucky. You guys want to get people in? I'm all in too. I, Do you guys I'll know take when we kids. started this real quick? Like eight. I looked. How's it eight? Okay, so it's just before eight. Cool. Just okay. To keep an eye on time. All right. Sorry. Sorry for interrupting you. I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh yeah. So you guys want to get you know people in you know i've brought people out i know my stepfather 
not my stepfather, my father-in-law, wants to go out and kill a turkey. And so I'm gonna put him behind a put him behind a bow or a gun, whatever he wants to use. Get guys out duck hunting, you know, all that stuff. But my number one thing is to show how real hunting is. Yes. Because I, I cannot stand it when people turn on the TV, watch a hunting show, and then come back and says, Oh, you didn't catch a deer? Like <laughs> No, I didn't catch a deer. I think it paints a negative look. A hundred percent for sure. If somebody who doesn't know hunting turns on TV and they just see some guy shoot every something. Time they go out. Yep. Every time it looks like you're just shooting fish in a barrel. It, it, for and you're fun. just murdering it doesn't stuff. Show the hard work that goes. I mean, it is 100% fun, but it doesn't show all the. And, and that's not to say that those guys done. didn't put in that hard work. No, I'm not saying they didn't. That's just it's what gets not, shown. It doesn't usually get shown typically on the yes. shows. And we, we definitely want to show more of that. Even not just that, but. I mean, if you follow us on Instagram, you see we, we're posting stuff from work all the time, just stupid crap, you know. It's, has nothing to do with hunting. No, maybe cooking. <laughs> cooking, drive, whatever. Maybe Nico stupid handing upside crap. down Atlanta 25. Stupid crap that we do around the firehouse. Maybe. But uh, I think as far as our why we're doing it and who we are, I mean, that's pretty much covered that those bases, you know. From going forward, this podcast... Like I said, stories, education, learning about different different hunting. It's not just deer hunting. I mean, I'm that's my biggest thing is deer hunting. I like to fish a lot too, but these guys, this guy here, he's like a. And that you know, what th- don't you hunt? That being said, yeah, yeah, nothing. <laughs> that, so there, I've never shot it. Uh, I've never goose hunted ever in my life. And when I came out, you're a goose hunter. No, the duck hunter. I'm a duck hunter. I've uh, never shot. I've never shot a goose. I don't. I don't duck hunt. I, I joined. <laughs> we joined forces. Times up outdoors. Two days later, I'm in a blind with a bunch of guys shooting a nine just man hammering <laughs> geese. Like, just laying them out. To me, that's kind of pretty sweet. Which watching that video made me want a goose hunt. I've never wanted right. a goose hunt. And it does that with more. Never ever did I ever want a goose hunt ever. Why does goose and duck hunting got to be all around deer hunting? That's it's, horrible. It's definitely I just don't have the time to, to it hurts so bad. The we could go in like March and shoot snow geese. My my dad my dad's got a uh, a guy that works was well, the owner of his company's son and the owner of his company they're big 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 waterfowl hunters and uh, he he said that once you start duck hunting you'll never deer hunt again. Yeah. And he told me that and I was like that was years ago and I was like. Oh, I'm never gonna duck. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> ask, ask Drew Richardson about that. The biggest duck hunter I know. He shot his first ever deer with a bow this year because his no. dog was on commission. That dude got hooked. Oh yeah, he dog got a cold tail or something. The next day, deer hunting. sucked him right in. Like See, but that's a different that, rush. Yeah, it's just a different rush, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like when I said, it's cold, I'll go windy, out and rainy. I'm duck hunting. Yeah, when it's perfect for deer. I'm deer hunting. I'll go out duck hunting and I have a great time. I mean, we went. I was out all day today. I saw probably approximately 2,000 ducks. How many did you kill, John? Zero. Okay, you know what? I killed no what ducks. Happened? They were just too far, man. They, they would not commit. This late in the many, season. How many times did you shoot, John? I'm hunt, I shot zero times. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm hunting Portage Lake, public water. There's everywhere that is possible for you to hunt, there's a hunter there. So I'm hunting 100 yards so away. it's from, like deer hunting, public land. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's the hardest thing to do. Pumpkin patch. Oh my! It, it's ridiculous. You don't I think. Wear orange when you duck on duck on do you? Certainly not. No, See, don't, I don't know do not wear orange. Hunting. Do <laughs> not wear orange. They can see color. Oh, they can see color. Yeah. yeah. So can turkeys. See, I'm learning things. Turkeys. If you're listening to this and you're not learning something already, 
that video of that guy getting shot while turkey hunting and everybody comments on it. He should have had his orange on. Yeah, well, then you never would have saw that yeah, turkey well, to get shot at anyway. Exactly. I knew you didn't wear a turkey hunt. So we're going to have to kill some turkeys this year. We're gonna That's, we're going to kill a lot can't of turkeys. Wait. I'm excited. I got all kinds of turkeys on my property. Because and... both of your lovely ladies want to shoot turkeys as well, don't they? I'm going to make her shoot some. Uh, Trisha's definitely shooting a turkey. From Santa. <laughs> Why'd your laptop just do that? I don't know. What's uh, first up on our little agenda you got written out there? What does that say? Oh, Merry Christmas. It says Merry Christmas from Santa. Who's Santa? My screensaver. Is that Amanda? I don't know. It must be. All right. Are you texting her right now? No. I love you. <laughs> He's trying to see. Speaking our... of which, I was duck hunting, and I got a. Oh, I had some funny things. I got probably a three-foot thorn in my finger so, right now. So, so nobody's concerned so about. So you got to bear with us. What? <laughs> it's a huge thorn. It's like three killing. foot, John. It's three feet long. Three feet long. Yeah, it probably tells her six right. inches too. You're gonna be able to work. You, got, you want us to drive you to the firehouse? <laughs> it is, darn it. <laughs> hmm. Uh, anyway, so this is new, obviously. It's this, our first episode. This we don't is, know what it'll we're be doing. sweet. I think it's gonna grow and be better. As, Only as it four goes people on. are gonna hear this anyway. Yeah, right? like literally, who cares? You know, <laughs> it'll be fine. The four people that listen, they probably love us because they're our moms and dads. <laughs> yeah, I was saying two of which are tanties. <laughs> actually, three of which. It's My gonna mom's be, gonna listen. Tell all your friends how great we are. It's she gonna be Hunter. Listen to it. Hunter, Pearl, and. Your dad are gonna all. Yeah, there's no way my dad's All our other friends are gonna listen to it. And they're no. gonna be like, these guys. Are He's gonna get ten had a minutes and be like, this long with my dad. Yeah. We've taken fifteen hour car rides together. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> it's better that way. So, uh, we got the uh, the who who we are and what times up means. To I like us. how you got your laptop sitting here. Yeah. And that's, that's on your phone. Up, man. No, it, yeah, this is for Google. You know how Jamie does it on uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's young, Jamie. young Jamie. Yeah. I'm, I'm be Jamie. Because if you throw out some crazy stat, man, I can't just be like, yeah. And then go, not gotta be able to look it up. If you're like, you're already exaggerating your three foot thorn. Like, All right, it is let's three see. Feet is long. John Thorne really three feet? <laughs> Google says you're lying. Says mm. you're full of crap. Well, Google says four. Because right now, all it has on it is Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, which I don't know how to use. I got you. LinkedIn, which. Is annoying because I get emails all the time. Do you guys get LinkedIn emails? What is LinkedIn? No, I've never used it. I heard it's like Facebook for adults or something. I don't want to do it. Hold Neither on. Let's get back in. Here. Wait, yeah. What are we do? What are we doing here? Yeah, you see, you see the weird things. Let's wrap up our 2018 deer season. Yeah, let's do it. We got lots of time. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's uh, that's what I want to do. Who's going first? It's it's the end of 2018. Well, how about I, I go first because he's going to hold over time. So this something big is going to happen tomorrow. Well, nothing that big can happen. We're shooting does. It's gonna be a big dough. <laughs> Wait. So let's let John one more go day first. for him. I'm gonna go first. I'm done. You're gonna go first. Let's my talk season, about our season is Are you depressing. shooting the dough, John? Uh, when? The first. You could have went today. You got one more day. Just oh saying. yeah, I do have hey. one more day. Yeah, and well, you could have went today. All I know is that I know I was duck there, there isn't a whole lot of deer in the, out on the lake. Uh, you could have went today. Just saying. There's that video of Phil Robertson shooting one on the lake. Maybe I should bring my bow in the boat. How about that? Something. I don't know. Maybe. But that's not 2018. At that point, it's a 2019. Now, like, it's the same. I know, I know there are deer out there that have dropped their antlers already. I saw two yesterday. Yeah. So what? How <laughs> yeah, you pissed see, would you be? If you you see, just you, a, gotta, you, you can tell, man. You can, you can tell a I buck mean, you when he can, walks out. But if you just gotta take your time, there's 40 deer walking out. Take your time. Yeah. And pick one. If it's by itself, it's a buck. For if sure. If it's by yeah, itself, sure, it's a buck. Sure. <laughs> Not to mention, it's going to have still a rough neck. It's going to be huge. Yeah, they come walking out, they got that swagger to yeah. them. They kind of like pop their shoulders like all gangster looking when they walk. And just pay attention Don't to shoot them. Shoot the one with the super long face and mm -hmm. the extra long ass. It's a doe, a big one. Mm -hmm. Shoot her. 
I'll, I'll try. I'll what try. What happened to your first. deer season? My deer season sucked. Deer season. Well, break it it didn't suck. My deer season was awesome. I hunted. I took my furloughs and everything all in October. So furlough I hunted. Furlough means vacation. Furlough is vacation. Yeah, you were off a lot. Man. I was off October. Showing pictures of your face. It was awesome. I did a lot of scouting uh, early bow season. We we were real like real late on a drop though. Me and Bruce put in a food plot, so we just you know. Don't say the word drop. Funny fireman, listen to this. <laughs> late on the drop. Oh. Drop. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That was for Brandon Carter. Uh, that's another thing. <laughs> anyway, we were real late, so we put out you know went out there, tilled it up, threw down some some clover and a little bit of just cover crop. You guys did a ton of work out there. A lot of work. We cut down a lot of trees and all that stuff. So that probably hurt a little bit. Well, so we thought, but <clears throat> on the first, well, coming up, leading up to that, we were watching our crops grow. Probably, we you know, planted two weeks before opening day. I was like, this stuff is not gonna grow. But opening day, we probably had 12 inch crops, which was sweet. And then it was pretty, pretty warm. So it continued to grow. We were getting good pictures on on camera. We had a nice ten point that I was after all year long, and I saw him. On that was a hook. big deer. I it was a very big saw deer. Pictures. I filmed it. it. Yeah, I was, I was he filmed him with John for like three days. I couldn't oh, kill it. See, anymore. I haven't seen yeah. it, the video yet. He's big. But so opening day, Nico and I sat in one one of the plots, and Bruce sat in the other one, in the Long, big ten and the big eight. Yeah, blowing. No, it was actually sweet. It was going right to the south, so it was perfect for both setup. But he saw that thing on film, got it on film, it stayed out like 160 yards. And <clears throat> so we just filmed it, you know, I got good pictures of it. He comes out with his other eight in a bachelor group for two weeks. And so I'm hunting him, I'd hunt over here, he'd pop out on the south. So I could try not, I could not get a pattern on this deer at all. I say a week later, now it's late bow season. I get a pattern on him. I'm like, I'm gonna kill this deer out of this stand. We put a little hanging hunt. Hold on, before we go, we gotta talk about that pattern because I've never seen anything like a deer that did what he did. What? No, it, it, it was impressive because what, the way that our property set up, you've got bedding areas on the east side and also the north. And so I would pattern him, you know, I would obviously want the wind in my face. You know, try to get into somewhere that we're in between his bedding area and his food, which obviously we've got a hundred acres of turnips plus two plots. And so I'm putting myself in these positions based on the wind direction. Expecting him to move with his wind in his with face. With the wind in his face. But this deer did not do that. Yeah. The, the deer would move out with the wind to his back at all times. It was <laughs> impressive. Never seen a deer do that. And so I figured this out, you know, two, a week before, uh, I said two weeks probably before gun season or before you know, end of bow season rather. So I go out, do a little hanging hunt. I'm like, here we go. This is it. I'm going to kill this deer today. It was perfect wind. The wind with his pattern, it was going to the west. And I'm sitting right there where he's going to come out and he's bedding in this CRP in the back. Like, all right, there he is. You know, I hear some rustling. I got his does coming out, a little six, a little seven. And then I see that eight point run out. And then I hear just tines hit behind me in the woods. I'm like, this is it. And, you know, right where that eight point came out, that's a 40 yard shot. I'm going to kill this deer. Awesome. Well, about a hundred yards down the line, uh, north of rather north of my stand, I'm looking, I'm waiting for this deer. I'm standing up and I see the biggest buck of my life walk out of this wood line. 
I didn't see the 10-point walkout, which I don't know what, what happened with him if he got wait, spooked wait, up. This is a different deer? This is a, a, different, a different deer, a bigger deer, like a 140-inch deer. When I and I'm not talking like a fisherman, like dude, it was that no, it was it was a, a sizable hundred for yeah, you know, it was a. How big would you say the ten point is? I'd say the, the ten point was probably. He's in one thirties. He's probably one thirties. Okay. Yeah, maybe low low one thirties, maybe high high one twenty. This other one's monster. It's a monster okay. deer. So I see him come out, and he's looking at that eight, and he runs back in the woods, I'm like okay, and so now I hear him in the woods so thick back there I can't see it so I'm just, you know I hear him he's working his way back there and I hear him stop and right now I'm I'm just frozen standing up and now I've got 10 minutes of daylight left I sat there for one hour so 10 minutes the daylight broke and I stood up there with the bow in my hand did not move because I didn't I couldn't hear him leave I didn't hear him I heard nothing so there's video proof of this for one hour. You were there? No. There, oh, I've got an right. hour of footage of me just standing, because I couldn't turn anything off, because I didn't want to move. And so now I've got just everything getting dark and me just standing there <laughs> like an idiot. And next thing I know. Make an episode on that. Yeah, right. An hour and John's This was the worst. This is the worst moment of my life. I'm like, okay, well, he's got to be gone or something. I don't. It wasn't the worst. This is the worst thing, because I said, <laughs> I say, okay. We went to the academy together, okay? <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I'm like, all right, this thing is gone. So I hang my bow up, and I get ready to turn my camera off, and next thing I hear is, <laughs> and just bullying through the woods. There he goes. He gone. And my heart sunk to my butthole. <laughs> See, I never heard this story. Dude, That's it was so bad. He called me. I had to talk him off the. <laughs> oh no, up. I do remember this story. Because uh, I, I called I everybody the... on the way out. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, the old Dean too. The only person that settled my my gripes was Dean, was Nico's dad, because <laughs> yeah. he did the same thing on his big buck that I'm sure you guys have seen, um, on Times Up. He did the same thing two weeks prior, no, a week prior, the night you shot your nine point. Yeah. Because uh, Dan Pinchek called him in the woods. He forgot to turn his, his silence his phone. Pinchek, it was Dan Pinchek called him. <laughs> and so his phone's blowing up, and as he's just about to line up on this deer. He's at 25 yards, he's ready oh. to draw. He came in when we were skinning Nico's buck, and he's like, No, these guys I'm just going to, here, I'm going to bed. To to this oh, yeah. <laughs> all getting tagged. You're, you're in this, so you gotta listen. <laughs> so anyway, that happened to me. <laughs> and now I'm hunting, I'm just hunting the 10 point at this point. I'm like, this thing is gone forever. And your dad told me some good stuff. He's like, you know what? He's not going anywhere. He's got no reason to, he's got bedding. He's got the food that he needs. He's like, he's not going anywhere. Just move that stand. You can never hunt that stand because that's gonna be a checkpoint. Well, he was right. Cause two weeks into gun season, one of the guys that I'm hunting with saw him on the hoof. He's got a picture of him on his camera, and he saw him. He was actually waiting for one of his buddy at the mouth of my, my field that I hunt. And he saw him just standing right there looking at him. And so he just backed out. So he was still alive a little bit into gun season. Uh, two weeks in, yeah. He might have made it. I know. So that was that. But all in all, it was a good season. I didn't – I was so sick to my stomach that I couldn't, I couldn't really bear to – to hunt anything, any you know, and then really gun hunt at all, did you? no, no, I didn't really gun hunt. Well, you had to go back to work finally. I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to make up for those days. Those days, come, those days are 
traded with another, <laughs> yeah. and that was gun season. Because you know what, bow season's my my pride and joy, and it it almost pains me to say that I really really enjoy duck hunting. So okay. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing against that. So I spent a you know a while duck hunting, but what it did, what I, I did learn. You guys gotta get me out there duck hunting so that I can figure this out. <laughs> yeah, you're in. <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you about the duck season. We duck hunted a bunch. Uh, I, I usually duck hunt by myself. My dog was his first year out duck hunting, which today he did great, which is weird because he wasn't that great when I was hunting with him solo. So uh, <laughs> I met up with my neighbor a couple weeks into uh, duck season, and and he. Um, he was like, yeah, I'm a big duck hunter. He's got a nice duck boat and everything. So him and I have been kind of tearing up the, the chain of lakes. You know, we didn't really – it's public water, so it's not – we've got – we're sitting right next to other people. But I'd say we, we got our fair share of mallards and, and you know, buffies and all that here and there. We, had, we only limited out one time. You know what a buffy is? Guys, no, just a buffy. You know, I'll save it for another episode. You don't know what a buffy head is? Okay. No, no, anyway. It's a cute little duck. It's like, dude, it's the cutest little my duck. My duck knowledge is they like Cheetos off the back of my boat. <laughs> it's like this, dude. It's like <laughs> a little, you can, you can hold it in your hand, little, little tiny round head. Cute little, little Dude, they're sweet. I wanted a mount one. Here, look, look here, I'll show you. Yeah, look it up, Mr. Guy. Let's pull it up. We're talking about. I don't need to click that one. Oh, no, that's not the one. We're talking about buffy, you said? Buffle head. A buffle head. Scott's never seen a buffalo. When we right added this, we killed this a bunch video, of those. We're gonna put it up there. Uh, we killed so a bunch see of those. See images. Buffalo head. Whoa! Not that one. That's not this a buffalo. This one. That's a buffalo. That one. Yes. Those are beautiful. Yeah. They're awesome. Man, I'd love to shoot one of those. So <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> messed up. I know, but only thankfully only hunters are probably gonna listen to this. I'd love to kill one of those hanging on my wall. I want to eat it too. <laughs> anyway, we killed a bunch of buffalo heads, all that stuff. So that's. It wasn't the greatest season ever, but no, I've no, definitely had way eating. worse. They taste good. I mean, they're good. They're not. They're a they're, they, a, diver duck. they're a diver duck. So typically, they're a little like fishy or gamey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But Ornella would say you're crazy if you don't eat it though. They're well, yeah. for sure. I'll, I mean, Ornella absolutely. Mergansers. I will not he shoot a merganser. He did. He, he did. We saw that episode. He ate a what? A coyote. Did he? He cooked it with the fur on and everything over a fire. He also ate a monkey. So, I'm trying to make a crush receiver but I don't know if I'm going to eat a coyote because he said to. I would no. try a coyote. So? But they taste like, kind of like mergansers, but they're better because they're smaller. Well, I heard uh, certain ducks taste like the bottom of a lake. Yeah, that's, these that's diver the best way it was diver ducks. Described. That's okay. diver ducks. Call them fish ducks. So, yeah, it's just eat, yeah. they eat, that's what they eat. Yeah, they just they pick the rocks. They're talking about... Um, People don't know how to cook, though. That's yeah, a, that's the other thing I think. Yeah. People say oh. venison sucks too, and right. they're idiots. So. They say everything tastes gamey. Yeah. Like, really? You don't know how to cook. No. Yeah, you haven't read Steve Rinaldi's cookbook yet. <laughs> but all in all, my uh, it was depressing. But what I did learn, the one thing that I did take for my deer season at least, is that never that's wood duck. That's sweet. never underestimate the power of a deer to just completely blow your mind of what you think you know. Like I was saying, how I patterned that deer, I, he was, I'm sure he was doing it all, all year. Yep. But I just couldn't get a pattern on him with the wind direction I because. But he's still out there. Let's hope well, so. Well, we would because know if John wasn't racist against trail cameras. Well, trail cameras. John won't run trail cameras. He's no. the only person that bow hunts in 2019 that won't Why? put a trail camera out. Don't do you want to know the time? main reason? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to know the one, re the main reason? I do. 
Because I'm a fireman. That doesn't make any sense. Makes I'm sense. a fireman. We're a fireman I, too, I, I'm broke. Oh, uh, it's an easy Christmas gift from your wife. <laughs> Not to mention, my also, I, I don't know. Because I'm a fireman. <laughs> I'm just over there, like, it takes away kind of... Like it the, takes nothing away. It doesn't take it I away. I'm not. I'm not saying you're. Uh, Does he? He likes the like the an, the anticipation of not. Knowing exactly. What's out there. Yeah, I guess if you go out there, you don't. You have no idea what you're. Exactly. On. And so, cool okay. So hear me out. But let me tell yeah, you. Right. Let me tell you. I wanna know. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> ask me the question. If you didn't have trail cameras and you didn't, and Stan wasn't, you didn't Stan. know Stan existed. Don't okay. Stan. Dude, I'm telling you. And, I don't know if Stan's still alive. Let's say you set up this this stand and you're like, <laughs> oh my gosh. There might be a big buck out there. And then you go out there, pull your card, and there's nothing. Been there a lot. Nope, and there's nothing. Yeah, it happened a lot. Yeah. A lot. And then he would show back up the next But week. you still sit in that stand. Why? Because now you're just like this. You're like, oh. Well, no. I'd no. like to point out that the buck I shot this year, I had zero pictures of. Yeah, me too. And yeah, I had, but you had other huge. I have pictures of one of them. The only reason, and I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if you didn't have that camera that showed that you had nothing, when you went and sat in that stand, you would literally have anticipation the whole time. I see you're right. I see, I that, see what you're saying. That's yeah, one, yeah. one point. My other point is that I just enjoy the scouting portion. To me, okay. my 2018 deer season was – I didn't kill anything. But it was awesome because I got to scout that big 10-point from start to finish. You guys are looking up ducks? Dude, <laughs> we're trying to do a podcast, and you're already looking at Nico's got the size of a duck's penis depends on the <laughs> I company. I didn't type that in, by the way. <laughs> a ruddy what? duck. Why I just happened to look just then. What is this? This is literally an article about the size this of is a duck's fa- penis. This is a family-friendly right, podcast. It's, just, we're it's talking anatomy. About. It's just anatomy. What did, I gotta, let's just save that article. Yeah, I'll, I'll email it to you. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you, you, I, I see what you're saying on the whole trail camp thing. I really do. Because and then there are days, there are times like last year, last season I went out, my lease sucked. All I had was little tiny bucks. There was nothing on camera that was exciting to me. There was one, one deer, and I had seen him on the hoof before the season opened when I went out there to hang trail cameras. <laughs> scared him away forever. No, I, yeah, I was, but I was doing. I, I had. It was. We had just gotten the lease. Like we got it in September, so. So what you're I telling had, me is I the only time that you saw that buck was actually in person and not on a trail camera? No, I saw him in person, and then I had him on, on trail camera. Oh, camping. okay, yeah. But so you saw I, him I in person I went out there to hang, hang tree stands with my, with my stepdad, and then we, we put a couple cameras up, and I saw him on the hoof in, in our little patch of woods, and then, and then we saw, I saw him again on camera a couple of times, but I never saw him during the day. Now, I did see other bucks that I saw on camera, one of which... He's next next year's hit lister. Has to die. Want a hit lister? He has to go because I've got him three times. So. Well, what about your 2018? You want me to go next? You want to go next? I'm gonna go next. Yeah, your you story's got a better finish than mine. You you got it done early. Yeah. Yeah. So Way I filmed early. John. I had the first five days of October off. You know, coincidentally, of course. And I filmed John the first three days because we were chasing that buck around, and then the wind wasn't right for his place. So we went to my place, but I had no, I didn't have any shooters that I was really happy about on the farm that, with, with the wind on that particular farm. I had no bucks that I was I like. I thought you had that big, the uh, big was, 10 point. He was like a borderline, oh. a borderline shooter. But I would have shot him on camera because I Do it to. for the vine? Yeah, exactly. So John and I go out. It's windy <laughs> as hell, October 4th. 
Chopper was a fine guy. He was. Totally. Hey, you know what? We found it. In let's the let's <laughs> tighten up. I had a life before here. Okay, damn it. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. So October fourth, super windy, like super windy. And we do a little hanging hunt. We hang John a camera stand in the absolute worst spot for him. I was gonna say, why are you laughing, bro? Because it was funny. He was. <laughs> I look back at poor John who hung his own stand, by the way, and he is sitting on the platform, filming with his feet hanging off of it because there was a branch. The size of his torso around right where his head should have been. So <laughs> he had to sit. But anyway, I'm going to try to keep this short because it's a really long story. It is. The, the video is episode one, right? Episode two. 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 Yeah, episode two. That's right story. before yeah, Dugan. You want to get the whole right video. Watch it. It's an awesome yeah. video. You need to be seen because it was pretty sweet. YouTube Times Up Outdoors. There you go. So we're sitting there. John gets a phone call from work because, you know, he did all these vacation days and all this <clears> craziness that he's supposed to be at work. So we're in a panic. John's trying to figure out. He's on the phone. I'm on the phone. It's still dark. Mind you, it's like, but it's like prime time. It's not dark, dark. It's it's, prim- it's prime time. Yeah, it's getting there. And all of a sudden, as we're both on the phone, John hits me in the leg and points. And 19 yards away stands a buck. But I couldn't, well, I couldn't tell how big he was no. at the time. So we hang up our phones, and thank God it was windy. And uh, I'm debating on if I want to shoot this deer or not. I can't really tell how big he is. I'm trying to look, and John's just telling me to shoot him immediately. Just shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. So I decided I'm going to shoot this deer after. <laughs> I didn't instigate. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really take much, much coaxing. No. When I saw how big he was, I was like, all right, I'm shooting this deer. So he's at 19 yards, quarter and two hard. And I, uh, I get ready. I got my bow on him. I'm just waiting for him to turn to draw. And as soon as he turns, he runs. It's kind of like a weird gallop. Yep. Still don't know it why. Which is in the video. Yeah, it's all whole things on there. I don't know when why. I watched it, when I you, thought, oh, God, when you, that must have scared yeah. me. Oh, it was horrible. You, and the, <laughs> on, the actual footage is bad words. So <laughs> then the deer goes. He walks right in front of me broadside. John's freehand filming now because where this deer went. And uh, he walks right in front of me. I give him a little bleat and stop him and let it rip. And I thought I 12 ran him. We all thought I 12 ran him. For sure. I mean, the video, we went back and reviewed it with your dad. And he was like, oh, for sure, 12 ring. Yeah, it looked, sure. it looked toast. He made a sweet – I've never heard a deer make the sound he made when I hit him, like this grunt, growl. Just all the air just leaving. We yeah. thought – it was like, he, dude, this thing dead. is dead. He did a mule kick, right took there. off, great blood at shot site. It was – it hadn't been dark for 10 minutes – or light for 10 minutes. No. That deer was, we assumed, dead. The only reason we made it out even an hour after daylight is because we waited him out. Yeah, we were just sitting up there – Enjoying it now. Just, we had no yeah, reason to go anywhere. Calling people. That was the only deer we saw that whole morning, mm-hmm. for probably because we were hooting and hollering. So we get down, check the blood. Looks great. Go back to the house. Start getting my dad. Start tracking this thing, thinking he's gonna go 40 yards, and we're wrong. He's just going and going and going. And we tracked this thing. It would have been. It was 700 yards. Right. And we finally bumped him. This is now four hours after the shot. Four hours in, yeah. For we, about three and a half, like four three hours, hours in. to get to yep. where we went. We bumped him. There's no beds. I didn't think there was any there, beds. Uh, there's one little bed area where it looked like he might have yeah. sat we down. We later found out he did. Yeah. Because of Robert Miller. So <clears throat> we go back. I call Robert Miller with Michigan Deer and Track and Hounds. That's who you need to call if you need a deer track and hound. And do not hesitate to call him. So How call far him. will he travel? He will travel. He's gone down to Kentucky and oh, Missouri. Oh, he'll, he'll okay. really? Where is he out? Is he out of? He's out of Linden. Out of Linden? Okay. Yeah. So he comes out right away. Um, it had been like six seven hours now he puts his dog sergeant on this track sergeant runs the track in no time from where john and i jumped him john actually cut the last blood and jumped this deer from where from the shot site because he wanted to run the whole track again he didn't yes. want to go from last blood so from where 
shot site to where we bumped him, how long do you think that was? It took us three and a half hours and 700 yards to yeah. us. It took the dog yeah. less than 20 minutes to run that. Yep. To the run whole thing. 700 yards in less than 20 minutes. Yeah. Yep. Whole thing. So dog runs that. We jumped him and backed out. The deer looked bad. You could see it. Like, that deer is definitely going to die. Get the dog just for peace of mind. Sure enough, the deer went about another 100 yards and died, and he was floating in the swamp where we yep. found him, and it was it was awesome. Sergeant ran a great line. I think we would have found him without the dog, but having for sure. There, but I it, learned so much about tracking that day. That guy has probably seen more dead deer than all of us combined. Oh, with the, in one season. In one season, right? Yeah. That I, guy has tracked more deer than than this whole state, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. So yeah, that was it. I shot a. Uh, it was my second best bow kill. Looking back on it, yeah, second best bow kill. He's a nine point with an 11 inch spread. His main beams crossed at the tip. Um, he was so tight, but he was like 14 and 15 inch twos, and he was real tall off his head. What he he didn't score for much. No, did he, he didn't score very much. He scored right under 120. Um, Still a nice buck for Michigan, though. Yeah, I've got no complaints. Did you get it aged? Oh, yeah. No, they age I, it? I, I assume he was a two and a half. Really. Right. I kind of knew that going in. He was skinny bodied, skinny, you know, mass skinny head. I say anything around 120 is a really nice buck in Michigan. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, I'm not I mean, turning that down, especially on. I mean, that's it. I did not. So in Michigan, so. I did not see another Michigan deer bigger than him on the hoof all season. Now, I went by Missouri for the first time, and I saw seven When was bucks. that? You, that wasn't that far into – Missouri? Yeah. First, first week of November. First week, right. So, yeah, from the 2nd okay. to the 8th we were there. So, you saw all kinds of big old bucks. There. I saw seven bucks in one week on public land somewhere I had never been mm-hmm. than I have ever seen in Michigan. So I first? saw the biggest deer I've ever seen in my life. Is that your first time doing a public land hunt like that? Out, out of state? state? Yes. That's pretty good. It's, yep. it's got to be yeah. a feeling of accomplishment. Yeah, it was sweet. Just studying maps and going for it. Yep. Walking to where I wanted to hang my stand the first morning there, I ran into a 160-inch, 11-point, freak, typical, Jeez. just monster deer. Mm. 50 yards away, just wanted to throw wow. up. Got the full draw on 130-inch, 8-point at 19 yards. Who, When I stopped him, he turned to me. Couldn't get a shot. My dad got the full draw on another 130-inch eight. Um, had about 140-inch nine with a kicker at 40-some yards. Couldn't get a shot. It was a great, great trip. We didn't get to shoot anything or let any arrows go, but for public land, somewhere we'd never been, see that many deer. How do you so, come back to Michigan and then continue your season? Uh, I did what you did, and I started the duck hunt. <laughs> <laughs> now, I went out in gun season a lot. I filmed a lot more. Um, I actually did gun hunt harder this year than I normally do. Because I felt like there was a couple of deer on the farms that I was on that I thought were gonna make it. Um, one of them did, and I actually got a picture behind my house of a really, really nice buck who I'd never seen before. When is this? Uh, two days ago. Nice. Very, very nice buck. So yeah, that's pretty much mine wrapped up. Um, if I was wrapping mine up, it was awesome bow season. Shot a late sweet out footage. All of the geese that just completely got obliterated. Oh yeah, well the goose season was awesome. So yeah, it was it was a good year. I learned. Uh, <laughs> I learned that there is definitely some impressive public land ground to be hunted out west. I will for sure be in Missouri. I'm actually going out there in March to go scout and shed hunt. And I learned that uh, my Shiawassee deer herd is not decimated due to CWD, as stated beforehand. It's pretty good. I just saw uh, 70 deer on it today, so I guess it's okay. The CWD must, must not have got, got Livingston County's already in it, isn't it? No. Uh, well, I hunt Livingston County, uh, too. I could be wrong. And I tell you what, but I'm pretty sure they are. Well, you know what? I don't want to hear anything. <clears throat> That's a different story for a different day. Yeah, different. different Although, oh, yeah. We, got, we could get it's because you didn't see to, any seven-year-old deer because they're all dead. I had to make from my CWD. Quick. All the seven- and eight-year-old whitetail are dead from it. CWD. Tell us about yours, uh, old boy Scotty. So mine. 
I, uh, man, I had real, real good season. It was, there was a whole lot of highlights and, and lowlights, so. <laughs> Am I too far away from it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Is this better? <laughs> All right, so. Find your happy music. My season was, uh, was long, and Amanda, man, she let me hunt a lot this year. Yeah, by the way, can we just take, take, take a real quick pause just to appreciate Trisha and Amanda? For putting up with our shit like all season, like even like today. Yeah. They're oh, yeah, super yeah. pregnant for one. They're super pregnant. Super yeah, Amanda hormonal. Yeah, could have a kid tonight. I might have to leave halfway through this podcast and go. No, no. Stop. Yeah, because then I'm coming me, I, with she, you. She wouldn't want me to say that either. She's got to make it to the fifth. She said she gets some special room at the hospital. <laughs> it's really fancy. I saw pictures of it. It's pretty cool. Anyway, I'm just trying but to no, say no, it. They're right, pretty right. sweet. Honestly, yeah, yeah, you're right. They're pretty I sweet. Mean, she really was a trooper with me this year and I mean not that she expected anything less I was the same way last year and the year before that and um so she kind of knew what she was getting into (laughs) (laughs) but she still puts up with it and I I thank her very much for that but yeah she did she let me hunt a lot um started my season started off the youth youth hunt weekend um early doe and I took the kids out took uh Took our eight-year-old. She's never shot anything. It was her first year hunt. Well, last year she sat in the blind with me one day. Got pissed off at me for not shooting a five-point. That was real comical. I wish I had the camera back then. But um, she, uh, so she sat with me, me, her, and her brother. Her brother gave up his gun for that morning hunt, see if his sister could shoot something. That was pretty cool of him. And uh, we sat and saw some deer, and she shot herself a nice little little kind of a forky spikeish kind of deer uh she was super excited it was her react that reaction video is yeah, probably the cutest great. thing i've ever I was seen worried in my life. she was gonna start crying and she didn't she that was, right there is like it was probably worth it as a hunter and yeah, as a it was, you know, dude, my season was over my season was over with i did, i honestly could have cared less after that i it was it was such a cool hunt that morning um so she got one and then uh and then that night, I sat with Austin in a tree stand, and he shot, he shot what ended up being a button buck, which um, disappointed both of us. But man, what really made me proud was, was that when he realized it was a button buck, and he didn't get a good shot on it. It was a gut shot. Took us a long time to track this deer. We found it three hours later, and it was still alive. We had to put it out of its misery. I could see the remorse on his face. He felt bad about the bad shot. He felt bad that it was a button buck. Um, you know, I told him, I said, be proud. You put some meat in our freezer and, uh, and, I, and I know that you feel bad about this. You're not jumping for joy. That's, that's an accomplishment right there. For me, I know because I taught yeah. him. I feel like I taught him something. But, well, the um, best thing, he taught himself something. He yeah. taught it he, before, he taught himself the biggest lesson is, and now next year he's going to take extra precautions to not do yes. something it's like that. It's almost a necessary lesson that right. you have to learn. For I, sure. I've done, I've been, I was there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. does it. I mean, that's definitely something. Yeah, that, that, was, that was cool to see the, his, the way he reacted. I, it was cool. And uh, so, yeah, so I had two, two deer in the freezer right off the bat. That was, that was nice for I was not in a meat crisis. I still had a little bit left over from last year. And is this is this their first time? Well, probably no. Is it? Austin shot a, a real nice six point last year with his bow. So they they're twenty they've, minutes into his first bow hunt. That's pretty awesome. nice. That's sweet. Point. So, but the, what I'm saying, they're they're this is their first time eating venison. Trust me, he tells me all the time. 
<laughs> this is not their first time eating venison. Though. Oh, no, they okay. love venison. Right, right. Okay. Uh, last year, Austin shot a buck, and so they've eaten venison, and they love it. All, all of them love it. Amanda loves it. Both girls love it. I saw them eating the heart the other day. That video Dude, they freaking were begging me when I got home from work. They're like, can you cook your heart today? Because it was in the <laughs> fridge. Hey, can you, can you cook the heart? I'm like, really? Okay. Sweet. So we cooked it up. They, lo- they love it. So anyways, moving on, you know, I, I started getting headfirst into my bow season, and I had, I had some awesome trail camera pictures. I mean, I couldn't have been happier when I checked those cameras the first time. The first time I checked those cameras, I had a massive 11-point. I got velvet pictures of him. I called him Stan. Stan See, I can't even talk about him. Stan. His name is Stan. His name is Stan. <laughs> I named my bo- it was the first time I've ever gotten into this whole naming of your deer thing. I'm not really sure if I'm sold on it yet, but I gave him a name. His name is Stan. Um, I didn't give him a name until later on in the season when he started showing up regularly. So anyways, I had all I had 10 points, real tall 10 points, some wide 8 points, a big 6 point, just tons of bucks, at least 8 that I, wa- that I would have liked to put an arrow in. You definitely had the best... As far as photos go, yeah. in the early season, you had the best. Yeah, Weird. I mean, yeah, it was like sure. awesome. It was awesome. So going into it, I had a lot of anticipation on, on shooting one of those, one of those guys. But um, bow hunted a lot. Took my camper out there. Uh, I pretty much had my lease to myself. I got a 160 acre lease, and my dad and my brothers they didn't really come out for bow season at all. So it was all me. So um, John came out and filmed one one night. Nico came out and filmed one night. Um, passed on a whole bunch of little bucks. Got some film of that. Uh, John was with me. We hung a stand. One. Do we hang that in the morning? Yeah. Uh, we no. Or night. We hung it. We hung it at night. night yeah. In a gnarly morning. tree. Oh, this is the like stupidest a, tree ever. It was a mess. You need to take that down. In fact, I yeah, I wouldn't let anybody else hunt it. This <laughs> so my dad's like, "Where's that tree stand?" I'm like, you can't, "Do not can't get in that." It. I'm like, "Cause every time I sat in it, I thought I was gonna fall out of it. It's a pretty, it's a good spot. Bad tree." So, hung that, and I had we had an eight eight point come in. Yeah, it was a it was a good. It you came know, 115, in one. on the. It was west of us, which was west was uh, not my property. He came in, um, started walking away. We rattled him. He turned around and came right back to where we wanted him. Crossed over the border of our property, my end of my property, and some CRP stuff, and you couldn't really see anything other than his head. It was so thick. So he's walking, walking, walking. I needed him to take maybe like what two more steps out into the cut beans. Well, when he, because he was walking that CRP, and I, we were just seeing a little head bob, and he was walking. He was just gonna follow that all the way down, and then it's like, all right, I'm gonna lay a grunt down. Yep. And then, sure, blow the grunt tube. Yeah, he, turned he turns right around, around. Right around. You know, he's looking for a fight, but that grunt call. What I've noticed, especially even this year, early for backtrack, and they were hitting the grunt super early this year. Oh my God! I've never, they were responding to it. That kind of reaction. It was incredible. Any kind of deer calls. That being said, that deer turned right around and came back. Well, they came right around. They, he was coming right out. But what I've noticed, especially this year, is if they don't see what they're looking for when they hear a grunt, it's going to spook them out. Yeah, and this got, deer he did. He got to the edge of that CRP onto the cut crops, and I needed two more steps. I was full draw, and he turned around and went the other way. I was like, damn. Would have been my first bow kill. I haven't killed anything with my bow yet. Lots of deer with my gun. Anyways, let's shorten up the story. I hunted through bow, didn't see any of these deer. I had Stan on the camera consistently, uh, morning, night, during the day. 
mean, I, I got a ton of pictures of this deer, and he was hitting this one specific scrape a lot. Um, I tried to get close to that. I tried to hunt, hunt off of that because it was on the border of some woods that I, I can't hunt on. So I really, I, I couldn't even really figure out how to, how to hunt this deer. I, th I think he lives east of our property. So I never saw him. Um, coming into gun season, I hunt at my dad's every year for gun season. We have breakfast, all that. And then the next day I went to my lease and sat there with my um, brothers and my, and my stepdad who shot a nice seven point. Um, and then I sat with Austin and he was filming. <laughs> and I shot a pretty nice six point. Uh, came in real early in the morning and um, just bigger than anything I've shot before, which isn't saying a whole lot, but he came, came walking in chasing some doe and I, and, I, and I shot him, dropped him right in his tracks. The film sucks uh, when I shot, Austin jumped, and the <laughs> camera went everywhere. <laughs> so then it goes back to a dead deer. Um, and then 25 minutes later, maybe, um, a small buck comes into our, onto our property from a cut cornfield across the way, and he's chasing some doe. I mean, we were seeing deer everywhere, bucks, does. It was crazy. It was like this crazy day in my mind of bucks chasing does. They were like everywhere. And uh, Austin's like, there's a buck, you know, and I, I'm filming this buck, and it's, I'm like, hey, you can shoot this one. Because I had just shot one. And he comes in chasing a doe, and, and Austin goes, there's something behind it. So I took the camera, and I looked behind it, and there's this monster. He's huge. <laughs> um, but it was not Stan. It wasn't Stan, but it was real tight. It, it almost, in the video, it looks like, it's hard to tell in the video, it looks like a six-point. But a huge, huge six-point. Just like it never grew anymore. Tines on them, right. just more mass. And I know I just said I shot a six point. I'm in the CWD zone, and your second tag is actually you can shoot a six point again. You get two regular. Yeah, so regular tags. I'm like, I immediately throw the camera at Austin and grab my gun, and then I think, dang, I just shot a deer. He's sitting with me. Should I let him shoot this one? <laughs> no way. <laughs> I, 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 I even asked him, I said, hey, I know I just shot this. And he says, no, you got to shoot it. You got to shoot it. That's huge. So I was like, all right. So I got that Bushmaster. I lied, kept trying to range him. I wasn't getting a good range. My range finder was fogging up. I, I, I was freaking out. I thought it was at 200 yards. I, I did a little dial thing on my, on my scope, the BDC, and shoot in nothing. The buck just stands there and then takes like five steps into behind some trees. I can't see him anymore. Sat there for 20 minutes, about 50 doe run out of the woods to my south, and he goes chasing after him. That was it. I'm like, son of a gun. So shot that deer, whatever. Move on. I don't. I, I, I had some really good days, some good sits. I started moving around a lot on my property. I started sitting in areas that these two guys were telling me, you got to get over here, you got to get over here. And I kept telling myself, I don't know how to get over there. So finally, I said, just go, I'm going to do it. I started packing in with my pop-up line on my back and just going and setting it up in random spots. And uh, all the way through, no, I missed another deer. I missed two bucks this year. Remember yes, the, you did. Yeah, the you eight did. point. Yeah, you did. Another deer. I missed another deer. Yeah, because that's when we're like, uh, we need oh, you to get yeah. you zeroed in. Yeah, I like, thought yeah, someone was wrong hell? with my gun. I, yeah. I, was, I called my dad. I'm like, what did I spend all this money on this gun? If I can't shoot 200 yards with it. Yeah, I shot. I, and, I, and that was that eight point. It was a big eight point. It was next to that one that I sent you a picture of the other day. That has one single yeah. on one side and four on the other. Yeah, yeah the footage. They there. were together. And 
which I've had that guy on camera two years in a row now, and I've seen him in person two years in a row while hunting. He's my number one hit listener. Just actually. to clarify, because it, it sounds like for someone who's never seen your property, like you're just not able to get close to these deer and you're having to make longer shots. But your property is basically all field and CRP. Yeah, that's all it is. Mostly field and CRP and the little patch a little of woods. And you, the, so there's like no, this. you're having to catch them. You have to figure out their travel areas, everybody where, they, just, where they're going. Everybody's coming. just going to say, well, just hunt the CRP, but you you can't. You can't. The, the like CRP the way, is 200 yards wide and in it, almost yeah. every direction. And it goes through your property. Yeah. Yeah, through fields. through it's, your property, it's, it's through tough. a creek. And, yeah. It's a real tough property to sit and play the wind. But it, but it is a good chunk of land. Yeah. So I missed another one during gun season. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of forgot about him. I must have pushed that out of my memory. Yeah, same thing. He, I shot him. He never did anything. He just stood there and then walked away. And then there was another bigger one, like 200 yards past him. I got film of both of them. So I was seeing bigger bucks this year that I've never seen. I've never seen bucks as big ever. Um, I changed a lot of my strategies around. Started moving around more, getting more mobile rather than just sitting in the same spots every year. And you went down to the south of your property where Nico and I have told you to yeah. sit. And all I always year knew long. it, but I just never took the. It is it's a, a long. Move. It's a tough spot to go hunt. Yeah, it's a long walk, and it's it's a tough spot to get to. The wind's got to be right. Um, I went out there during muzzleloader. It was literally the last day I was going to hunt. I had to take the camper to where we keep it at my dad's house. It was it was over with. I nothing, no no time coming up in the next two weeks. So I said, go sit there one night. I get all the way out to where I'm gonna sit, and in my mind I started listening to things that I've learned over the last few years listening to other podcasts, and I'm like, dude, you're sitting in the wrong spot. Why are you gonna sit here? It, I'm on food, but I'm on food that I know I haven't seen any deer in. I don't even see tracks when there's snow there. I know where they're over there. They're always at the south side of my property. I know they're there. They're there every night. I see them there every single night. Go over there. Get close to that area. I had a south wind, so I cut right through that CRP, thinking, you know, this the wind's playing right. I can get to the other side without busting anything on the other side of it. And um, so I snuck over there. It took me a while to get over there. I just went real slow, got to the other side. I'm on kind of like a little ridge set up my, my uh, little pop-up line, and I just sat there, and all, all night didn't see a single deer, and then all of a sudden, I start seeing deer moving out into the corn to my, to my left, and it's not my property. So I'm sitting there looking, and I see a buck, nice buck. So I'm, I got my camera on him, and now the sun has set. I actually videotaped the sunset. <laughs> so now I'm on, I still got a lot of light, but I'm on this buck and I'm looking at the camera screen. I'm staring at him and he's got his head down for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, God, lift your head up so I can see what you are. Finally, he lifts his head up and, and I see what he is. I'm like, oh, it's a pretty nice buck. And so now I take my eyes off him. I look out on my field and my eyes are all adjusted to this light. And I see two blobs. I'm like, I can't even tell what that is. Take my camera, zoom in. Two bucks, beautiful bucks, both of them. One's real wide, one's tall. So, muzzle odor season was extended for use of all firearms in the CWD zone. So I had my Bushmaster with me again. The one that he's not very confident with in the first yes. place. <laughs> so I sat there, I wrestled with myself. I said, "Man, you've missed two bucks at 200 yards. This deer's 242 yards away." I ranged it, ranged it, ranged it. 242, 242, this deer's standing still broadside. Pull my gun up, change the dial on it, 
I cannot get still. I mean, I'm all over this deer, crosshair, boom, up and down. I'm like, oh my gosh, my heart's pounding, pounding, pounding. Put the gun down, take my camera, zoom in on him again. I get some footage of him and the other buck. <sighs> Trying to take, you can hear it in the camera. I'm breathing happy. <laughs> Put my gun back up, same thing. And all I got is a monopod. <laughs> I'm like, man, you can't shoot this deer. You can't because you can't even stay still enough to shoot it. <laughs> so I said, you know, he, <laughs> see, I, I ranged him a couple more times. He's still 242 yards away. So finally, I, I feel like I'm starting to slow my heart rate down. I, I kind of talked myself out of shooting it. And so I slowed my heart rate down by doing that, I think. And I put my crosshairs on it. And now I'm like, okay, I feel better now. I'm a lot calmer. And he started walking away, and I just took the shot. He hit the ground and jumped up and ran. And I could see it. I knew, he, I, knew I hit him just the way he ran away. I knew I hit him, but I didn't know where. I watched the footage. Looks like I hit him back. Starting to think that I hit him in the ass. <laughs> Send it to John and Nico. Nico's, he's like, he didn't even hit him. Now, <laughs> I'm not really sure how many beers Nico had at this time, but Nico is like, you didn't even hit him. John's like, I'm coming out to help you. And I'm like, I don't even know if I have blood. I walk all the way out there where I think he is. 300 yards, I walked. Like I said, the deer was at 242 yards. I walked 350 yards. Correct. In the dark, thinking I was going to where he was when I shot him. I looked for blood. I didn't find any. I'm so pissed. Go back to the camper. John meets me there. We look at Onyx map and do the little measuring tool. And it shows, he says, well, where are you sitting here? Well, where are you shooting him? Here. Well, that's 350 yards. I said, no, he wasn't. He was 242 yards. Well, you were looking in the wrong spot. So we drive our truck, truck, John's truck back out there into the field. Go right to where we thought, 100 yards north of where I looked. Boom. Blood everywhere. Okay, it's dark. Liver. We're not pushing this deer. I, we walked to the woods, found the blood to the woods. I didn't want to push in, so we left, went back to the camper. John is like, John doesn't know this. John says, well, let's go back out there in like an hour. And I'm thinking in my head, no, I want to go out there in like six hours. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to go out there in an hour. John's like, we'll go out there in an hour. We'll go look. We'll go back to the camper. We'll go look. So we go back to the camper to film some spines and me talking about nonsense and trying to like, say stupid shit. Laughing and you know, <laughs> whatever. So John says, I'm gonna take a little nap. I said, perfect. I said, we're gonna I'm gonna let him sleep till I wanna go out there. <laughs> so he falls asleep and I waited probably four more hours. I trust me, I know that. Because I had to work the next morning <laughs> yeah, and I, I was felt like, every well, single I'm like, piece all right, I'm gonna let him sleep. <laughs> I sat there and read articles about tracking deer and all these different things, everything kept saying and they'll Liver shot will kill him. A liver, liver blood. You're get a dead deer. Everything, thing everything was dead I was reading we... was telling me what I already knew. But dead deer, they say if you don't kick them out of their first bed, it should be within 200 yards. So I was like, all right. 12:30 rolls around. It's been seven hours. Let's go. So I wake. <laughs> so I. So then I try to wake John up. That took me another half an hour. I couldn't get him to get up. He wouldn't wake up. His dog was licking his face. I, I, got, the, I got the whole thing on video camera. It's all on that little thing. So anyways, I finally get him up there. <laughs> we go out there, yeah. track it. What, 100 yards inside the woods? Not even, yeah, probably. Yeah, it was the so same was, thing with Nico's was, deer. He was probably less than 100 yards away from when I shot him. Maybe 100, 150, between 100 Yeah, about 150 yards. He did not go far. He's dead, dead in his first bed. Biggest buck I ever shot in my life. Um, really good buck. I mean, he, he, what, what was his inside spread? 18? 18 even. 18 even. What and did he, he score? He only measured one, 
So he would have been 135 inches if his right tine matched his left, but his right tine was snapped off. It was broken his right off. G2 That's was right. Gone. His That's left right. G2 was 11 inches, yep. just over 11. So That's he was a big deer. In the beautiful. 120s without 11 inches of antler. Super happy with my deer. I mean, I was. I'm, it's, that, that being said, I'm getting put on on the wall, shoulder mount. The next morning, I went to work and I showed, which really pissed me off. I showed Chris Daly that video. I'm like, yeah, check out this shot. He's like, just he's like, oh yeah, liver shot. He's like, that thing's dead like 100 yards. I was like, really? It would have been nice to know that though, because he's like, oh yeah, the way that it folded, like turned over, because you could see the arch in his back just yeah. folded over. So that's where that experience comes on. Yeah, because he's a hundred. He's like been Chris Daly to come in here and talk about that. Right, Chris Daly's been hunting for longer than I've been alive. Right. So, so yeah, that was my season, man. It was. Uh, it was awesome. I got three, four, four buck, four deer in the freezer. Well, four bucks. Button buck, a spike, a six point, and a, yeah. and a nice nine point. Nice big nine point. And uh, um, it was a great season. I learned a lot. I learned that I need to get off my ass and, and walk walk farther and and do a little bit more scouting this year and. Um, Get into some areas that I'd never been before because that, that paid off for me big time in the end. And, and uh, it was a good season, real good season. It's over now. <laughs> well, I know we're short on time, but yeah, because we're, we're I know my old man will never Close. come on this podcast because he refuses to talk. Um, and since we're telling deer stories, his story, since John touched on it earlier, he was hunting we're gonna this. Get him to come on. He, he won't do it. He won't do it. He won't do it. No, yeah, right. I already asked. He's going to sit hell. in front of a microphone. He'll just get like this back. Yeah. No. <laughs> yep. That was me. <laughs> so my brother had seen this 10-point in velvet on the back side of the property they hunt. Said it was a 130-ish inch deer. So my dad's a pretty picky guy. If it's not 130s, he's not shooting it. Goes out there to hunt this deer, waits for the right wind. Here he comes, walking on the trail, 25 yards, and his phone rings. But <laughs> his buddy Dan Pitchett calls. Buck gallops away. The same night I shot my deer, my dad comes in. I thought he was going to stab somebody. He was, he was not off. happy. Yeah. So we talk him down. No, it's no big deal. He's obviously furious about it. What was it? A week later, I think. Is yeah. That? Just about maybe yeah. maybe five days. Yeah, something like that. A few days later, he goes back on that same stand down the same exact trail, coming the opposite direction is that same buck. Twelve rings of stand doesn't even go 100 yards. 144, just over 144 inch. It was like 144 on uh, two eights or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, that. Perfect, typical 10-point oh. thing was badass. Big, heavy buck. And we got pictures of that deer. I don't know if I ever showed you that. Mm-hmm. So the night that he spooked it with his phone, it went all the way to across the street from where I hunt, which is almost two miles. Hmm. God wow. Damn. From where it went. And then he Holy came. It's, it's, almost, it's about a mile and a half. They, yeah, they, they sent us a picture after we posted oh, it shit. from that night. It was, like five, it was like 5 in the morning. And then he worked his way back and died because he did. That's awesome. <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah, so that's his, that was his biggest Michigan buck. That thing's ever. huge. After a long time. Yeah, that thing was awesome. That was awesome. 28-inch neck in October. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't even cold that bad. It wasn't even that. No, it wasn't ruddy or nothing. No, yet. no rut. No. Big, just a big, big mature one. Five-year-old white tail. Was he five? I'd say at least for sure. They're here, man. They're here. They're all yeah, there. I'd like to know where he lived the past few years. No luckily, pictures of that deer, no nothing. Luckily, CWD didn't get him. I'm really Thank hoping God. that. If that been seven, I'm really dead. hoping that Stan is alive still, because it. I we'll mean, find you out. saw pictures of him. Did you leave any cameras out? I have one out there right now, and it's in the spot that he first showed up. Could come right back. So, there. so maybe I, sh- so I should name my buck then, the one that I'm after. 
What is it? What's Gary. his name? Yeah, let's, let's give it a name. Gary. Oh, I, like I like Gary. Gary. Oh. Sandra Bullock. Who? Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I'm in. Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Is that the one from that the blindfold movie? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah, Blindside. Bl- yeah. No, okay not Blindside. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the le- the as long as like the big controversial one, the Bird Box <laughs> or whatever. Was that Sandra Bullock and Bird Box? Yeah, Bird Box. Yeah, perfect. Blindside. Sandra Bullock. I'm after Sandra Bullock next year. Okay, Sandra Bullock's the buck, the buck of uh, years. I, we got an okay. So I sent Nico a picture the other day. I got pictures of of this uh, not a half rack, but in fact, I sent you pictures yeah. of him way before yeah, we ever did this. I don't. You might not remember this. I sent you a picture of him a long time ago, before times up, before I was involved. Don't in want your dagger, deer. I asked you. I said, "Hey, what do you think about this deer?" I said, "Do you believe that if this is the way the deer is now?" Will it always be? And you, you told me you didn't think it. It's not no. necessarily always the case. No, it's not. Okay. So, and you sent me some pictures of another deer with a big knobby knee, and it was all my. Yeah, yeah. I, this is the same buck yeah. I asked you. Well, this year it's still the same. How old is he? Two, at least two now. I think you gotta get him to four. So to see, like, I, I, don't I, know, I, I just, I just read a whole. I, I mean, I, I, hey, kill him. I don't care. What, what's <laughs> he's at least two years old. Damn Pinchek. Dan Pinchak? Is it really? Are we going to name our gear after guys on the job? Yes. Name him Dan Pinchak for sure. Oh, it's kind of no. weird. It's kinda yeah. Weird. <laughs> Kill right, Pinchak. We're naming him after Pinchak then. Why, why Dan? What do we call him? Danny P. Okay, Danny, Danny P. P is Danny the name P. of. Danny P is the name of the buck with the half rack. Now, maybe next year he won't be. Right. But I mean, this year he was be. bigger than last. And I passed on him during both seasons. The first season I had that lease. And then this year, I. I mean, on if, him to if miss he's a three-year-old with that cool rack, I would definitely shoot him. Just so he's at least looking. a two. He could be yeah. a three. I guess. That's shoulder mount. But last year he might have been a two-year-old deer. Well, you'll know this year because you'll be able to tell the difference now. Yeah, I wonder if he'll. I mean, he was he was still alive at the end of the gun season because I, I missed that other buck that he was standing next to, and he ran, and the other buck didn't run. <laughs> but, he'll be alive. Yeah. So Danny Peace's name. All right, we should probably wrap this up. How, how are we doing it? Um, it's been over an hour. Yeah. We so did. we're gonna have to edit some of this. No, people love it. Yeah. Well, do us a favor, go on iTunes and subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. I wanna see at least five subscribers. Yeah, at least five. And give us some good stars. Five. because um, it'll help us. I don't know how any of this works, so um, just do what he says. I don't really even know either how if, if I'm gonna be able to get it up. Should be up soon. We'll figure it out. Just do that for us, even if you didn't listen. Why are you telling them it should be up? Soon, because if it should it, be, well, it'll be up for sure when they're when soon. they're I'm, listening I'm to. I'm hoping it. that they'll be listening to this. I hope they'll be listening on this, or, uh, January 1st of 2019. Oh, okay. So hopefully, Perfect. I can figure. It, so happy it New out. Year. That's like two yeah. days. Yeah, happy yeah. New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> See you next year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. All right, that's it. All right, man. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>